Richard Marsland. I'm feeling very, very much the, the, the cock of the walk. He feels full of himself. Yep, yep. yep. Why would that be? Uh, sure, plus stage show. <laughs> That's right. Interesting idea. Later. We'll get to that later. No, we have been, both of us, yes. have been promising mm-hmm. to preview or preview mm-hmm. the new TV season. Mm-hmm. And we've done bugger all. I've done nothing. We've re- you know, it's been sizzled up, sizzle. and it's just resulted in a whole bunch of cheap jokes at our end. Very cheap jokes from my end. So Richard comes and sees me last night and said, uh, forget about the opening break tomorrow. I've got it sorted. <laughs> I am going to preview the TV season properly if you guys simply refuse. Well, if anyone wants me, I'll be in the hot tub. <laughs> and I've got a cold at the moment, so I had some cold medication, and it really helped me get through some of these yeah. brand new shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true, because I like your TV previews, but they're like colouring books where the bits haven't been coloured in. Yeah, that's true. That's right. You need to really explore and give people a Taste of what's coming up. I'm not fleshing him enough, probably rich. Yeah. Uh, in the 2007 fair enough, Fair enough. One of the hot shows at the moment is It Takes Two. Yeah, oh, yeah. True. And uh, we had Russell Gilbert in last week. We certainly did. And I'm a little disappointed that Russell's no longer on the show. For me, it's lost a lot of its... Uh, oh, it's yeah. He got, yeah, me down Oh, there. where did he go wrong? Well, he lost to, like, Kowalski because he teared up and stuff. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 some tears or kicking. See, this is like my sister... She lost out on uh, Australia's Got Talent, Australia's Got Street Performance, because people wanted <laughs> the cute little kitty on the piano. That's you can't, beat, you can't beat the kitty. And then the old bloke with the gum leak. Can't beat that. Can't yeah. beat that. No, it was good. His name was Herb, too. Yeah. 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 My mum loved Herb. In all seriousness, she was gunned for Herb to win. Really? Yeah, he couldn't do the final countdown by Europe on that gum leak, though. <laughs> and he wasn't sexy. <laughs> it takes two, though. They need to do more. Mm. And as well, you might remember a little while ago on the show, we were trying to find jobs for the Big Brother housemates. Yeah. Yeah. Why not put the two together, right. rather than quality, have quantity? Every Big Brother contestant ever... Let's go over to the other channels now. Okay. Yes. Uh, Inspector Rex in all kinds of trouble. I love Inspector Rex. What is it? It's a, it's a German Shepherd. He's a police dog. Is that correct? And yeah. somehow he solves crime just by sort of nodding his head every week. Yeah. My <laughs> mum loves it. There's whole episodes where he's just trying to get a crumb out from under the fridge. That's quite interesting. <laughs> but he solved the case at the end of it. Um, but he's in all kinds of trouble because, well, SBS are because they played an episode of Inspector Rex at 7.30 at night. Oh, really? And it featured some lewd content. Yeah. Yeah. I think the official wording was stronger than mild. Oh, really? It was some sort of sex scene that didn't really fit in with the family. It was Harry Perry for 7.30, was it? <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you know it, Inspector Rex is getting senior. Just when Inspector Rex, 
you for that after I've uh, looked up Dirty Ten. Chan, a Turkish strip. We learn so many new terms. Rich, you're a filth monger. All right. If you're getting a radio show together, make sure you have a bloke who used to do a sex program. Yeah, right. Right. Buttons, you'll learn. You so will much. learn so much. I've got them all. Yeah. Right. You've got the word ribald. Yeah. I don't know if that was a word or not. Love making them up. Love making them up. <laughs> this is God. What else is coming up? What are we going with? TV season, Richard. The King. Massive hit on TV. Absolutely. Everyone loved that. Great performances. Great rules. Wonderful story. Interesting to have a look at the private life of Graham Kennedy. Yeah. And off the back of that success, TV One are also making some other shows looking at some of our biggest stars on the TV. Five minutes, Mr. Stefanovic. This is mine, Wilkins. Of Morning TV, the Carl Stefanovic story. A piece of ice every time before he goes out. <laughs> is that how it's prepared? Before he goes on the air. They've already done iRobot. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Really, it's just going to be a replay of that. Let's kick it home. What's the big show on CI at the moment that we, can, we can't stop talking about? Uh, you know what it's called. I can't stop talking about downstairs. Right. It's a big ratings hit. And we've, yeah, we've certainly been talking about it a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the makers of uh, that show, and also the man whose arms exploded, uh, comes another big <laughs> hit documentary on the CI channel. An addiction that would become an obsession. Obsession. Everything. Ed Cavalier in. How good is this? in a particularly drunken manner. Listen to this for a conversation. Mm. One bloke said, if I had to buy a toilet company, I'd buy Taroma. Oh, no. The other one replied by saying he would buy Armitage Shanks, mm. as it is a much better company. Mm. Then out of nowhere, a voice from a cubicle yells out, Marlin! <laughs> exact quote. That is usually the phrase yelled out in public toilets. Yes, so true. Uh, Xander desperately muffled his own laughter. 
everyone else was baffled. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did own the Armitage Shanks toilet, and it was beautiful. It was about 40 years old. It was one of those old-style big ones. You could really get in. Like, you can always get in there, hey? And they had to replace it. And he goes, do you want the old toilet? I went, no, nah, I don't want Actually, maybe <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind an old toilet hanging around my house to reenact. Maybe for the train spotting stage show. Lovely, so yeah. lovely, Rich. How does he hang on to that girlfriend here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the old toilet in his house. I'm glad that you did that TV preview, uh, because I'm afraid to turn on the TV those days. Why? so much ugly gear going uh, on. That kidney donor show. Mm. Big donor, it's called. Yeah. And, of course, it's being inevitably described on the news as... So it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Yes. Um, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> But how does it work? They've got three uh, terminally ill people in bed. They're competing. Yeah, they're competing. How do they compete? Is it in yeah. knockouts? Oh, fantastic. Slippery yes. pontoons. Yeah, slippery pontoons and pirate costumes. <laughs> it's pretty punishing stuff. So you're in a bed, yeah. on a drip, yeah. being pushed by an orderly. <laughs> or an obstacle course. It's like a cheese roll as well. They just set them up at the top of the hill. Oh, First yeah. one down. <laughs> Sitting in, yeah. in the middle of the street, performance artist, yeah. serviette on, mm. tucking into what mm. he claimed was corgi. Mm. Do you buy it? No, because I've uh, I've, ha- I've eaten some dog before, and it comes out not in because it came out in these sort of large, sort of massive rissole types. Yeah. Now, what you would have had to have done is taken bits off the corgi and rolled them up, sort of meatball style. Right. I don't believe that he did that. And whereabouts were you eating dog? What are you talking about? Oh, I was in, I was in, uh, I was in uh, Guangzhou in China. Oh, okay. And they, they, they tried the old trick. I was there with another guy, and then another mate of mine was Australian, and the Chinese guy. And he, he ordered, and he thought it was hilarious to try and order some dogs. So I'd be freaked out. It was only, I, I'd finished the dish by the time he told me, and I said, "Was it bad?" And he went, "More." I went, "If you got it, bro. How many you got out there? How many dogs you got out there, man?" <laughs> yeah, boy. Come on. Quite delicious. Okay. Wow. Jump in the walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, why is Jump in the walk? That's almost gone territory. It's, it's almost gone territory. Ted Mulry gang song. We don't. Ted <laughs> Mulry gang. Come on, jump in the walk. You never know what will play a triple M. Have we got any Ted Mulry gang? None coming up. No, no, that's a pity. He died recently, Ted uh, Mulry. Sadly. They believe the uh, death was gang related. <laughs> don't say that on air. Come Just on. think it. Don't say it. You were saying about the Corgi Stones. The Corgi bloke, he's doing it to make a point yeah. about animal rights. Have we yeah. got a quote from him? I suppose, in a way, he's just trying to raise that sort of little bit of awareness to say, like, you know, we, we love our animals in Britain. Queen Corgis have the run of Buckingham Palace, but the British media accuses Prince Philip's hunt party of animal cruelty for beating a fox to death. Beating a fox to death! Mm. So let me get this right. Mm. You can beat a fox to death, yes. but it's wrong to say toilet around a member of the royal yeah, family. Yeah, you've got to draw the line somewhere. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Because isn't that why uh, Prince William uh, lost his missus? Yeah, that's why Middleton got the chop. Because the mother yep. said the word toilet, toilet instead of the word lavatory. But she just walked up to the Queen and was in, there was no context. She just walked up to her and went, hey, Queenie, toilet. Hey, <laughs> hey, urinal, hey. How's that? Yeah, no. Prince Philip bashing a fox to death. <laughs> Drop this, you bust! Hang on! Did somebody say toilet? Right, that's it. This is ruined. I'm trying to bash a fox to death here! <laughs> Language! Okay. And someone in the cubicle yelling out, Marsland! Marsland! That's our focus group. <laughs> Ed Cavalier yeah. has an exclusive... Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get to that. I'll get this. <laughs> 
So it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Very true. Very true, but it's certainly not the Nissan Navara with its huge no, pulling no, pair. I'm driving at the moment. Though. How are you going with that? Well, it's, I'm starting to use its intimidating presence to my advantage. How are you? Oh, you know when you go into a, you're in a small street. My street is very small. Right. Uh, and you know, you sort of drive along and there's someone coming the other way. Mm-hmm. And you have a little bit of a standoff like, oh, do you? Chicken. Yeah, chicken, if you will. Uh, and yesterday I thought, well, there's no one on the footpath. And I just drove up over the footpath and kept going. Wow. Brilliant. Navarro didn't even flinch. Exactly what it's for. Oh, that's your right. You know what I'm saying? Did you go through a feed stand? And, uh, I did. There were boxes everywhere, yeah. chickens everywhere. Furious vendor shaking his furious <laughs> vendor. Old Italian guy threw his hat on the ground. Of course he did. Uh, I'm looking for big stories uh, in the women's mags. Yeah, they've been pretty thin lately. They've been thin on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we got? I mean, look at this. This is a good example. Okay. Over two pages. I'll just step to a seminar. Not trout pout, not baby bump, Nikki Hamilton style baby bump. <laughs> Boob dance. See what? Now that Nikki's pregnant, yeah, it's a bit of a fight down the sandwich, uh, the sandwich trolley. Oh, it's too really. Because yeah, I get there, I get out there, you know, get all the soup and sandwiches I can hold, mm-hmm. basically. And Nikki's out there elbowing me out of the way. No, I just saw her stealing the trolley, just sneaking down to the <laughs> basement with it <laughs> for a basement picnic. Party yeah. share gold style. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what have we got here? What's going on? Brad goes the grope on the red carpet. No, no, look at that. This this, look what it says. Forget any talk of Brad and Angelina splitting up. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Have you forgotten it? Yeah, yeah. Just as well, because if this red carpet picture is anything to go by, which it is, the Ocean's 13 actor can't keep his hand oh, off his lover. Oh, gosh. Now, look at that. It's just the... Have a look at that. Is the hand actually touching? No. 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 He's he, just waving his hands about and they snap the shot yeah. just as his hand happens to be passing it. There's no way near no. The hands, the fingers aren't kind of like rounded in a sort of, in a cupping motion and yeah. flat-handed, kind of a shadow as well. So he's clearly 10 metres away. He's in Khan and he's in Rwanda. So I don't know how. <laughs> so, if, you know, if it's a celebrity relationship in trouble and you want to make it look good for the papers, Great. Like Ryan Felipe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's too soon, Reese. Yeah, yeah. that story. Yes. He could just go to one of her sort of uh, glamorous openings, stand across the road, get the cameraman. That's right. And he could, obviously, his hand would look way bigger than Reese. It would look like she was standing on his hand. Which is nice, too. But it would create the impression that yeah. they're back together. <laughs> I mean, that would be as believable as that. But, they, but weren't you saying that, it's quite, that they're quite outraged at this, this awful. Uh, uh, this awful display. And if, if it's true, isn't that his wife? Like, isn't, that, isn't that why you get married? Yeah. You can, you know, go to the grove. Yeah, wherever you, you see fit. What's on the back of that? I don't know. I, think there's there's another another stuff. Stuff. I, I love this kind of stuff. Uh, Nicole Ritchie yeah. uh, yeah. Is, has been seen visiting a medical centre in Beverly oh, Hills, yeah. as well as attending her daily outpatient treatments. Did I just send out a press release now? I'm going to be in rehab at 2 o'clock. You might want to send some photographers out. <laughs> Look how well covered it is. Wow. Going into rehab, coming out of rehab. There's Richard yeah. Wilkins interviewing her. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> is that a straitjacket? <laughs> what, do they publicise their schedule now for that care? They must. I don't know. What about Warney? Shame. Real, the real Warney or the big brother Warney? Oh, Travis is still in there. Yeah, yeah. Coming good? Yeah, he's great. What about uh, the real Warney? What's he up to? Uh, he's, well, he's up for discipline reaction after using offensive language on the cricket pitch. I mean, that's fairly sad. Yeah, what it's for? You think he's worried about that? There's only one thing that really worries me, and that's hair loss. Okay, fair enough, Warning. It's time to retire that clip. <laughs> hey, this exclusive interview. Yeah, look, we have been 
you know, we don't do uh, phoners. We don't do sort of phone interviews. Yeah, we're well, quite snobby on this show. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, we insist that everyone be in the same room as us. Yeah, that's true. We insist that all interviews are live. Yeah, we do insist. And they have to be sitting, sitting with us for an hour. Yeah. More than my family get. Uh, they only get pre-recorded phoners from me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pre-recording with my family. Have you? Yes. So good. <laughs> so, uh, but, but, and luckily now, uh, just coming into this, yes, you know, no, he's here now. We have, uh, we have an exclusive interview. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Joined by uh, Keith Urban. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Well, tell us a bit of what's going on. Uh, you know, just mixing it up, touring around, mm-hmm. staying off the uh, the alcohol, and uh, in, desperately in love with my wife. Who is? Nicole Kidman. Thanks for joining us. You didn't get anything out of him about the hair. <laughs> no, well, what was meant to happen is that we were meant to play the sting. I was meant to ask one question. Yeah. Rich was meant to say, I'm married to Nicole Kidman, and then we were meant to get out. But I think I asked the wrong question, did I, Rich? Yeah. What was I meant to ask? Trying to steer you towards that. I was trying to steer you towards that. Yeah. Okay. Something. Welcome to our new segment <laughs> called What Was Meant to Happen. <laughs> what was that? You? Yeah. It was meant to be, uh, who are you married to? Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, right. It's been rehearsed. Yeah, you're right. Who day? You're right. You're right, absolutely right. Who day did you for that? <laughs> All right. No, but it's good. Another one tomorrow. We're going to have to pull something out of the bag. I'll have to go to the emergency jokes. Oh, oh really? What's the emergency jokes? <laughs> hey, what's happening in East Timor? Hmm? What level hoarder restrictions are they on? <laughs> oh, where's the boy? <laughs> They've been on hoarder restrictions for years. <laughs> they banned the use of the hoarder slide. Oh. You can't use the hoarder slide. Jeez. Oh, you're not allowed to flush the water, Lou. Okay, can we? I need a shower. There you go, Mr. This is what happens. When something goes wrong, we bust out the emergency <laughs> show and everybody gets hurt. <laughs> this show needs to take a long, hard look at itself. I'll clean it up. I think the listeners are the answer. We'll beat oh, yeah. them next. I'll get this. Obscene at every level. <laughs> Hit this on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, Ian Cavalier's here, Richard Marsland's here. If you've just tuned in, you missed an exclusive interview with Keith Urban. I really enjoy Ed's exclusives. Well, you've got to give him full marks for an audacious attempt, yeah. but you wouldn't give him full marks for honesty, Tony. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Julia Gillard. Sure, it's been riding me for years, that Gillard. That was a pretty good Keith Urban you did. Uh, Cheers, thank you. Awesome, but, uh, it's good, isn't it? I don't know if it's as good as oh. it. Children's lyrics or Keith Urban lyrics or children's poetry. Thank you. Me. And I think that, mm. that we keep replaying as one of the Keith Urban lyrics, I think that's children's poetry. No, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that is actual Keith oh, Urban really? work. Mm-hmm. Although it's interesting that nobody's called up. No, nobody seems to worry about it. seems to be bothered. And, uh, okay, well, if, if so, then... Um, you're a victim of your own segment. You're not even sure yourself. <laughs> no, anymore. But it's still oh, I know it's in tune. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of podcasts, uh, well... Somebody's called in to say, uh, uh, Holly Edwards wants to know in which podcast can I find uh, Hippinen or Halali? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> podcast 80. 
Get the, uh, the holly halfway through. We will put that on the front page. We've got to fluff the pillows of the website a bit. Oh, big time. According to our website, it's still April. Uh, that's not what you want. But it's, of course, we're almost at the end of this May. Yeah. Uh, so we will get that up on the recent offences, but it is in podcast 80. Just quickly, hello to Emma, who's listening at work Hi. on her headphones and giggling like a maniac. <laughs> Listen to what Emma says to you, Ed. I'm pretty sure I heard you say it something about 36G breasts. And then she says, and this is um, her exact words. That's what she said. BFFT. What? Great movie too. She doesn't believe me. I can beat that easily. You have no idea what a cursed big breasts are, Ed. Sure, they're fun to play with, but not so good to carry around all day. See? Is that? She wants someone to carry them for it. Oh, I'm not sure that's, that's what, what she's that. implying, but are you offering to pop down and well, look, I, do the human bra? I'm quite strong. I could give it a crack. <laughs> Cup for a day. Okay. Maybe some sort of uh, celebrity giveaway. Not bad. All right. Enough of the celebrity <laughs> giveaway. What are you suggesting, Richard? It's time for music. <laughs> Here again, this. What are we going to do? Uh, is there anything else we can do with our powder pick? Mm. We've done everything. Uh, We've got anything loaded up, have we? Really? Mm. Just play it. We've <laughs> got the church's unguarded moment. We've got Richard Dawson doing the thing. From the new album, Dream Days at the Hotel Existence here at Triple M. Let's get this around the nation. Where? Oh, it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Sorry. Yeah, the first one to that. So. Uh, stop playing that guy. Now, talking about Big Donor. Yes, that new kidney donor show. I'm sure that'll be coming here. Spin-offs. You know, because we'll get the spin-off. The yeah, local yeah, spin-off. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Australia's got organs. That's one where they donate a brain to Reggie. Oh, oh, my God. Well, Fish in a barrel. Shock you, man. I think we need to be on a higher plane. Let's climb Talkback Mountain. That whole song in its entirety. Mm. You never know what we're going to play next. Surely the safety dance should be coming our way pretty soon. Okay, let's be on this point. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking yesterday about TV spin-off. Yeah, it just started nattering. Something we had queued up fell through, and yes. so we just went to our default setting. Yep. Trivia. And the phones exploded. Yep. People were calling up with their spin-offs and, uh, you know, Gilligan's Island, Dusty's Trail. It was yours, no? It was Gilligan out west. Look it up. It really happened. And they did have equivalents. We were saying who were the equivalents because they had Bob Denver and Dusty May Gilligan. They couldn't get the captain. So they got Horace Tucker. Oh, yeah. From Air Troop. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Has he done anything in this decade or a century? I can't remember if I don't. I, even I am too young for F Troop. But somebody did once point out to me that the opening theme song of F Troop is the exact same storyline as Dances with Wolves. Isn't that right? If you think about it, because the end of the Civil War was near, when quite accidentally, yeah, um, what happened? What happened? Something, something, some blood was spilled. Yes, yeah. And F Troop. Yeah. See, we just know those lyrics. But if you follow it through, he's plagiarised Dances with Wolves from the theme song of F Troop. Unbelievable. Do you reckon there's a movie in the opening title of Perfect Strangers then? How does that go again? Man rides goat uh, from small country (laughs) to San Francisco, (laughs) then rides ferry and amazes at bridges. That's not a (laughs) spin-off. That is not a spin-off. We're talking spin-offs today. Spin-offs and sequels. Okay. It doesn't just have to be TV shows. 
What about movies? Because uh, one of the best Australian movie websites is Movie Hole. Nice. Clint Morris runs that little thing, and it's a top old read. Did you have a crack at Bad X when it came out? Uh, no, I don't think you did. Yeah. Is that why I'm being nice about it? No, I'm just suggesting right. that. No, I'm just wondering, because you, you have all of those people in in the bank upstairs <laughs> on the list. <laughs> what about this, though? He's got a hell of a bank. The worst movie sequel of all time. He's got a list of them. Oh, the well, what's he got? Well, you can go along and enter the list. Okay. Oh, he's got the Matrix sequels. Mm. He's got the look, the look Who's Talking sequels. Yeah. Uh, the Crow sequels. The Fly, too. That was very poor. Garfield, too. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> he's left off Caddyshack, too, which is my personal... Uh, really? Yeah. Don't you think they didn't have Rodney? There was no Rodney. No, that's true. They subbed in Jackie Mason. No, it's good. With my broom Dennis. That's not the same. <laughs> Not the same at all. And there was no Bill Murray. No, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Chevy Chase just looked like he'd come in for half a day in a dressing gown and gone, just shoot whatever I say and put it in the film. I'm off the trailer. And who else was in that? Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd was in that. It's bad, bad. Loose cannons, period. <laughs> Wasn't that a bad trough? That was a bad career trough. My stepmother is an alien. <laughs> Nothing but trouble. Oh, one after another. That's my vote for the worst movie sequel. But we we want to go movie. We want to go TV. Okay. Uh, bands. You know, bands that have spin-offs. Oh, yeah. Duran Duran. Arcadia. Oh, ouch. Oh, jeez. Forgot that, had you? Yeah. Arcadia. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was in Arcadia? Was that, uh, I think it was Simon Le Bon. Simon Le Bon breaking out on his own. And Nick Rowe. Mm. In other words, pretty much everyone who was Duran Duran for the next 15 years. Oh, really? On paper, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. But I imagine the music wasn't yeah. much of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the adaptations, Tony? Because I once saw a, a play adaptation of Reservoir Dogs at university. Oh, oh yeah. How did that go? Not as violent. Uh, <laughs> the acting was... Did they throw minties out? <laughs> <laughs> leave the violence? But there was... Didn't they do a, a version of Macbeth? Which was great because it was around the time the Matrix came out. So, of yeah. course, all of the fight scenes had the uh, compulsory Matrix style mm. added to them. So cool. Everyone was wearing the black leathers. Yeah. Anyway, this one, at one point, they had the big fight right at the end. <laughs> right at the end. Yeah, kicks and, and people with sticks missing each other by meters and then falling <laughs> to the ground and clutching their face and stuff. And one guy, he was a bit of a kickboxing guy who was in the yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah. And he was fighting a particularly short man. And, and, and just somehow, he landed a really good kick right in the middle of his chest. And the crowd went, oh, and started clapping. <laughs> that kid then fell backwards through one of the doors that was off stage <laughs> and hit someone that was getting tacked. So there was a man with no pants on who got struck by a door. This is when theatre comes to life for me. He's too scared. See? Suddenly, we bet this We were He was in hysterics. People were clapping, and then he had to come back on later on. And he was limping really, really badly, trying to play like a courtier, yeah. delivering him like as a messenger, holding his side. It's hard to pass off. Uh, as authentic Shakespeare, <laughs> even if you throw my liege on after it, <laughs> really works. Okay, we're looking for bands, books, yep. movie spin-offs. Yep. Books? Did I say books? Yeah. Oh, because I saw a book the other day. How's this? Jane Austen, yep. fancy old author of the olden days. Fancy. Hasn't put anything new out for years. That's not going to stop us. Check this out, ladies. Mr. Darcy's Diary. Oh. Someone's written a thick paperback book, Mr. Darcy's Diary. 
just because everyone liked Colin Firth and that Pride and Bridges, that's surely the only reason. Mr. Darcy's Diary. Today, put those pants on again. Ah, September 3rd, still wearing those pants. Fell on the lake today. Who would buy Mr. Darcy's Diary? Well, I can imagine it wouldn't. You know, as freaky as it sounds. It'll be a bestseller, I guarantee. I saw this is what I saw in the Jane Austen section of the bookshop. There's now a book, and I swear this is true, Jane Austen for dummies. I knew that was going to happen. For dummies. I could go with that. And then I went along a bit further, and they had the secret for dummies, and I opened it up. It was just the secret. There you go. There you go. All right. We want anything that's fun off. Enos. Remember Enos? Oh, yeah. The deputy from the Jeep that had it. Oh, yes. Got his own spin-off theory. Michael Richards show where uh, he was a detective just two years after Seinfeld. Didn't even last one series. That's technically a spin-off, though. No, the same actor, but different character. I don't know if that's really counts. Okay. The Tribunal might have to look into that one. How about the Electric Hippies? A band that put out one album, that, uh, two members of the Noise Works, and it was better than, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying the Noise Works, yeah, well, you know, people are fans of them, that's great, but it was, the one album was better than anything the Noise Works right. did, yeah. Greedy people, big hit. Richard Marsman doesn't want to offend the Noise Works fans. <laughs> There's a few around. Shock jock, Richard Marsman. Who knows when I could work with John Stevens in the future? That's true. Uh, give us a call with your bad spin-off. Or sequel one triple three five three. The Bloodhound Gang here at Give This on Triple M. Trivia fact about the Mr. Marsland. Oh, okay. Uh, they started life as Bang Chapter Eight. That was their first name, and they were also at a Pesh Mode cover band. Today, I'm Paul Beckett. We're saying dodgy spin-offs. Dodgy spin-offs. Dodgy sequels. Who's got one? Hi, Karen. Yeah. Hi. I'd say Ocean's 12 is probably a dodgy spin-off. <laughs> 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 Thanks very much, Richard. Well, the mafia's coming after me. Hey, uh, you better believe it. Hey, Karen, yeah. are you also a fan of the Baywatch theme as well? Would you believe I have got that on my iPod? My sister gave it to me. It fits. So it fits. Yeah, it what is. It fits how? Well, it's... Um, it uh, sounds a lot like most of their tracks. Oh, we some people oh, exactly. some people, no, some people should let's not have a noise uh, work day. Makes me get a hot chilly woman wearing a noise now. Hang on, we've got nineteen twenty seven fans queued up to take issue with us. But nothing at all. But the ocean twelve so why was Ocean Twelve an unnecessary sequel? Because really nothing but it was crap. Not much oh, happened yeah, in yeah. it. But it won't stop me from seeing Ocean's 13, unfortunately. Uh, probably the same here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. But it was, I think the poster for either Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12 in Australia was them all just walking up this carpet. Mm. And if you have a look, it's a beautiful metaphor for the state of Hollywood. You've got the glamorous white blokes at the front, then the Latino bloke, <laughs> then the black guys, and then the women at the yeah, back. back. It's such a good yeah, look. So I mean, that's back our point. Thank you uh, very much. Hopefully not Noiseworks fans. We don't want any trouble. Hi, Dave. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Excellent. What are you doing in? Guys, Aftermash. <laughs> Transsexual guy, clinger, and uh, and they went back to like normal society after Mash, and that was it. And they worked at a radio station, didn't they? 
Ah, uh, yeah, it was it was it was the crappiest spin-off ever. And an interesting fact: Harry Morgan, who's the guy a bit of trivia, the guy who played Colonel Potter, like everybody's lovable granddad, he was actually a convicted wife beater. Oh, really? In America, he got he got done for for beating up his wife when he was like eighty four. Well, there you go. He was eighty four. Something like that. Yeah, he got convicted. And what did we hear also? The bloke who played uh, Colonel Blake, Blake. Who, who was the original Colonel Potter mm. in the movie. Mm. The guy in the movie died the mm. day after mm. the guy who played him in the TV series. That's the very same thing. Yeah, very strange. What, what I didn't understand was how, how could you have, it was like 50s middle class America, like the tightest of white people you could possibly have, and they had no one seemed to question the fact that there was a, a Lebanese transsexual guy coming back from Korea that <laughs> didn't seem to raise an eyebrow. I've never thought of Klinger as a Lebanese transsexual before, but I'll go with it. Why was he still in the women's gear if the war was over? Sis got used to it, you know? He's working in a radio station. Oh, I've got to keep this on. I'm trying to get out of radio. <laughs> that doesn't happen, actually. Yeah. Hello, uh, hi, Justin. Hi, how are you going? Good, mate. What's the spin-off? Um, there was a spin-off to Kingsville Country. Yes. Oh. Or Bullpit. Or Bullpit. He was just being angry in a retirement village, was he not? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, I think he was the only character from the original show. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it works, isn't it? Just one character from the original. Mm. That's what you need. Mm. But I think, uh, wasn't that because Pauline Hansenism was so big, they went, it's time to oh, is that right? Paul Pitt. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was it. Because he was wearing a quite an alarming orange wig in the series that I remember. It's very strange. <laughs> very strange. All right, I hadn't thought about a ball pit for a long time. Thank you, Justin. Hi. Here it is. Hi, Andrew. How are you? G'day, guys. Now, Aftermath was set in a hospital, not a radio station. Oh, maybe they had a radio station in the hospital? Maybe they did. Oh. And you know what? Remember Klinger had his uh, Korean bride? That's why she was in the spin-off as well. Oh, wow. Big names. And, uh, or something like that. So what, uh, which one are you championing today, Andrew? Look, I was going to say, what about the Golden Girls spin-off, the Golden Palace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that an English one? I think they had Cheech from Cheech and Chong as their waiter. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I remember it. He's available for anything. He's yeah. just kids parties. And not so great, Andrew? Oh, look, not so great. Remember number 96, the classic Aussie soap? Yeah. They tried to do four spin-offs. None of them worked, including trying to turn the gay lawyer straight. Shelly kind of guy. I mean, someone who can find a park wherever they go, oh. no matter how busy it is. <laughs> four sequels, four spin-offs. Have we got time for one more? Hi, Tom. How are you? Good, thanks, guys. How are you? Great, man. You're a spin-off? Uh, I was going to say uh, Neighbours at War on uh, Channel 9, a spin-off of The Current Affair. <laughs> Now, do you love it? Do you love it when there's people arguing over, you know, whose land the Chimera is parked on? I love, I love, I love the uh, the old man in the in the window with binoculars looking at a clothing <laughs> curtain. <laughs> I think they had one on today, tonight, last night. Is this Australia's worst family? They always do that. They're always enormous, and the dad is always shirtless. <laughs> I think you'll find. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. That's all right. Thank you, everyone.
Oh, so many good ones on the line. Take down their names and details, Cecilia. That's your for all. This is such a popular topic. Mm-hmm. We'll be getting to it again very soon, but in the next hour, we'll be cleaning up the show with the assistance of the delightful Andrew Powell. That says it all. What a joke. trying to, to, you know, throw a humble pie in front of me and say, you know, Joe, swallow this. Uh, I'll say, I plead guilty. I'm, I'm listening. The government's listening. You know what's worse is that the government stops listening. Oh. And we are listening. Okay. Thank you, Joe Hockey. Now, that Melissa Etheridge is kind of taunting our Brisbane listeners, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Throw me some water. Yeah, oh, you yeah. don't need that. That's fair. We're all in Queensland. Mm. Uh, I think Andrea Powell, too, could reply. <laughs> He doesn't have the swagger. No, but I noticed there he has got the food metaphors 
coming down the way. You're starting to think You're trying to throw a humble pie in my way and see if I eat it. Well, no. I don't think anyone was suggesting that. It's a good hint, though, isn't it? If you're trying to give me a pie, Tony, a, um, an apple pie with, with cream on it, a uh, little bit of dipping sauce. Uh, I wanted to do that. I'm ready to it up with a, you know, BLT. And, uh, uh, I'd be listening. White bread, I'd, yeah. I think he's just doing a bit of a bloody bumper. Oh. That's with food. Oh, uh, look, serious political issues canvassed on this show. And another oh. thing we mentioned in the last hour, Andrew, are you across that book, The Secret? I know everyone's talking about oh, it. Oh, isn't it extraordinary? Look, I haven't read it myself, but I, I had this virtual telemarketing job until recently. Thank God I'm not there anymore. But the boss was obsessed with The Secret. Really? And not that he ever mentioned it. Right. But he had a list of things on his wall. Um, like that he what? wanted to achieve. Um, first of all, there was earn a million dollars, buy a Maserati, and yeah. the third thing was the most interesting to me: begin a relationship with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the secret <laughs> And and we had we had to we had to ring up our customers. <laughs> we weren't laughing at that. And you had to say their name three times. Oh, the first so, so let's yeah. say I've run you. Yes, and okay. you go hello. Hello. Uh, is that Tony? Yes, it is. Tony. Yeah, what do you want? Oh, Tony! <laughs> it's just a bloke who wants a relationship with a girl again. <laughs> Stop pestering me! You had to say their name three times and then laugh like a maniac. Is that right? Yeah, and then apparently that, that, that transferred to sales. I tell you, if someone rang me up and spoke like that, I think I'd call the police. But, uh, I like how he knows exactly what brand of car he wants. Yeah. But in terms of a partner, a girl will do. <laughs> not sure. Uh, what type or what sure. kind yeah, of I'm, I'm sure the secret is working for a lot of people. Mm, because no, you're not. Stacks of it at every shop. No, but they sold a lot of ad blasters. And you know, it's, it's, no, nobody's walking around with washboard ads as a result. Well, but this guy did keep some interesting things in his refrigerator. Um, he had some eggs in there and he'd drawn smiley faces on all of them. Yeah. Mm. Is that in the secret? Is that what you meant to do? Well, I think that was just you meant to be kind of positive and jovial. Right. And that was his way around it. And um, next to the eggs in the fridge, I saw a prescription for some antidepressants. Nah. <laughs> 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 it was all a little bit sad. What was wanting to begin a relationship with a girl? <laughs> Get his copy of The Secret and open it up and it's hollowed out. But hang on, I understand the gist of it is just uh, say what you reckon you want to happen, think that it's probably going to happen, and yeah, it probably will. Yeah, mm. like how is yeah. that the secret? Have I, have I spoiled the book? For yeah, I think so. Yeah. If you have ruined it. Yeah, I think that's basically it, isn't it? Mm. I don't Being know. Positive or something. Else. We should get it in here. Maybe we've got to put uh, Richard Marsden to the test. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, what do you really want out of life? Road test the secret. Yeah, I know, what's something like that. What's your, fa- your, you know, your top three things in life, Rich. You've got to, you've got to write them on the wall like that, like yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to have a Maserati, and uh, the girl will be nice. Yeah, yeah. okay, great. What uh, about you, Rich? What will be three? It'd be nice okay. to have more than $900 in the bank. Okay, that would be great. I wouldn't mind... I'm going to stop visiting visits. I mean, they're <laughs> expensive, Richard. We'll go to cheaper ones. <laughs> um, uh, I wouldn't mind uh, a car that's, uh, you know, newer than 11 years of age. Okay. Okay. And maybe something that was made offshore. Just, oh. just name something, Rich. And a foreign car. I wonder. And also, I would love... A larder? A larder? What's wrong with a Nissan Navara? That's what I mean. And what else, Rich? One more. And my own TV show. 
Oh, oh, wow. He doesn't want much, does he? I've been trying to get one of those for about 50 years. And I'm only 40, so that's... Could yeah. you add on your list, uh, and Will Arnett, to co-host you this next Friday? Because that's what we're putting on there. Job from Arrested Development. Oh, fantastic. We haven't had a lot of luck getting the big names to come in on here. Oh, so oh, that's surprising. We talk about people we don't know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Will Arnett. What's he doing in town? He's just coming out here to say, Michael, <laughs> that's all he's doing. And then he's going, oh, no, he's the bad guy in the yeah, new uh, Will Ferrell, uh, Blades of Glory movie. Have you been doing some uh, country gigs, Andrew? Oh, last weekend I was in new country New South Wales. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was emceeing a ladies' afternoon tea. We'll find out oh. what happened next on Get This. Get it out of your system for our boys. Not a scene. Yes, we know. Uh, it's Triple M around the nation. Get this. Andrea Powell is with us. Have you Ooh. been out in the country? It's an exciting song. That really got my heart started. I mean, I have been out in the country. You know when you do those gigs sometimes, Tony, where you think, my God, I just love what I do. <laughs> I'm so wrapped. Oh, it's um, gone wrong. No, it was, it was fine. I was picked up um, at the airport in um, by a, a large person yeah. with a bald head. Right. Um, and breasts. So interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, they put me in this little three-bedroom cottage. Yeah. Um, beautiful. But unfortunately, I was opposite a bus stop that right. um, took young people home that had been having a few drinks okay. between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. every 10 minutes. Surely. Right outside my bedroom window. So that was refreshing. Um, gig the next day wasn't that great. I uh, found out, I was emceeing, found out that uh, one of the local acts who was doing a spot was earning more than me. Um, I was offered a change room that was pretty much just filled with bags of rubbish. So essentially I, I got changed in a tip. And then at interval, a woman came up to me and asked me if I was wearing a false nose. And I said, no, no, I'm not. That's my own nose. But thanks for saying that. So I really just felt felt pretty good all around. No, <laughs> did she start with hello, or was she just kind of? No, well, I, I was phone. doing an apple chop gig, and yeah. um, and so I, uh, so I had a couple of molds glued yeah. on. She went, oh, I love those molds. I'm like, yeah, yeah, makeup artist bought me. And she goes, oh, and, and are you wearing a full nose too? And I'm like, no. Yeah, probably not, not at all. No, that's my own nose. A dressing room full of rubbish. Yeah. I was once, you know, Judith Lucy, we were once uh, doing a gig which had a dressing room that's literally the size of a phone box. It was standing room for two people only, and we were sharing that dressing room with the Tokyo Shock Boys, <laughs> so consequently the phone box was full of explosives. So <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't move. Terrifying. Uh, entertainment, though, I mean, you can go out to the country and see a gig like that, or you can stay home in your lounge room and watch videos like True. nerds do. Yeah. And uh, people have been sending us in new release videos, which yeah, are coming, coming out. Well, this is a great schedule, which I've received from, uh, I think AJ sent me this one. Yeah, AJ. These are some, uh, he works at a video shop, so it's like stuff that's coming out, you might want to buy it for the video shop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. One yeah. we were flagging Playboy's Girls of McDonald's. Yeah. Was that interesting to <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means. Is that women that hang out outside McDonald's? No. No, it's women who work at McDonald's in the nutty. Oh, I haven't seen that McDonald's. Following the success of Women of Walmart, Playboy went on another arousing girl next door search, Mm -hmm. uh, this time for that uniquely American institution, McDonald's. Mm. Plus, so there's obviously 
you know, footage of them just at McDonald's, alluringly sort of... Uh, Why would they put their um, security card there, their name tag? That's oh, what I'd like to know. Well, I don't think they're interested in that. Oh. It says there's a lot of milkshake work. Yeah. The cover is literally some breasts with a milkshake right. between them. Right? Oh, right. But really good. Plus, action footage of our six sexy McDonald's sirens doing all sorts of things they don't do at work. Like what? Wrestling alligators, <laughs> getting tattooed, bowling naked with a girlfriend, and much more. <laughs> no alligator wrestling opportunities down at Macca's. <laughs> so then, look at this. This guy's got this list of okay. videos you can book. Yeah. Then this busty co-ed. Ooh, hang on, can I guess? Have a crack. Um, when all of the shirts in a college go missing... Girls have to show up to class knocked out. Right. That's ludicrous, is it? Here's the real scenario. That would be dangerous with a Bunsen burner. <laughs> Trinity, the campus bombshell, is determined to get straight A's without doing any work. Ah, see double of the new thought. Could I need Trinity? What about Professor Chino's classes in seduction? This is released July 12th. This sultry professor has all the gentle advice and sexual skills to make a man out of anyone. How many lustful encounters will she have before she finds someone who can please both her body and her heart? Oh, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Heartwarming here. Yeah. The erotic desires released July that's 20 pretty obvious. Then you've got the erotic adventures of the three musketeers out July 2nd. Wait, 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 wait. You can't just pass on that. Well, it doesn't have any plot details yeah. except it does start Tracy Wynn. Brackets from angles of history. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, there's five hot titles. Yeah. Here comes the sixth one Stingers Series 3. <laughs> <laughs> what a collection! There's a bright pack right there. Can you believe Stingers is out on TV? I mean, you know, fine, I can understand you want to watch Stingers, you know, on maybe. Tuesday night at 9.30. Can you? You can understand that. I'd be that, hasn't it? Do you want to preserve it for a long time? Mm. What's the lead actor's got name again? Belpsy. Belpsy. Oh, he's a big boy, isn't he? He likes the red wine. <laughs> they used a lot of makeup on him in that show. You know that... Uh, oh, come on. You know that in um, Good Guys, Bad Guys, yeah. there's three series of Good Guys, Bad Guys out on DVD I saw the other day. And they only made two. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Okay, what is out on DVD? That's not what we're talking about. No. Oh, no, no. We're having a big, fat old AM radio oh, yeah. style wins. That's what we love to do. Next, I'll get this. The word is it's going to get worse before it gets better. With this huge pulling power, it's get this around the nation on triple, not triple M. Just for a few minutes, we're going triple AM. What's got your go today? Let's welcome our special comments expert, Rhonda, 
and it's pretty, sure, but as I said to her, I said, that thing might be cream for long, and uh, lo and behold, next thing it was covered in brown muck. I said, oh, what did I tell you? I won't be sitting there again. I can't just spill me. Oh, and I had you thought screaming at me would get a clean either. She really is a dreadful housekeeper. But Tony, the whole house is cream. I mean, it's stainless steel and glass. You know that new modern look? It looks like a mental hospital. I, well, her husband's not right in the head. Oh, the way he flies off the handle whenever I let myself in. You know, he's insane in the membrane, if you ask me. He really shouldn't stole a shower curtain. <laughs> anyway, with your guidance, these things would be sorted up. Uh, look, they don't listen. You know, the other day I saw him drawing up plans for a pool. I mean, there's no room for a pool out there once you built my granny flat. Are you blind? Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> I like to call him stubby, actually, because he's always holding one. <laughs> oh, he loves that. Yeah. Uh, oh, but the world's gone mad, hasn't it? It has gone mad. Oh, look, you know. And that house of Rhonda's, I've got to say, people seem to need all the space now. The in, I mean, we didn't need all that space growing up. Oh, uh, McMansions. Oh, we all lived and slept in the one room, and it was marvellous, you know. It saved on heating. And they uh, kept us all very close as siblings. I mean, my brothers Stan and Gwen, um, they were the closest, and they're still close today. In fact, they're married. There we are. Modern relationships are marvellous, aren't they? Well, there's a lot of issues canvassed there. Here on Triple AM, it's a chance for you to have a whinge about anything. Apple, I mean, are you uh-huh. willing to canvass any topic about any it? Any Go and feel right. You know, there's not many windows of opportunity like this on the FM dial yeah. where you can just call up yeah. and be a nutbag about some <laughs> trivial issue. Yes, that's a crime shame. There ought to be more of it. Whole stations have founded on this. Why not have a dip? <laughs> One triple three five three. Thank you, Queen. They want to break free here at Triple M or Triple yeah, well, good luck. I am. What issues are concerning you? We've got Ethel Chong. <laughs> who's on the line in Cavalier? Hi, Jess. How you going, Ed? Oh, good, thanks. Have a whinge. Oh, I want to have a whinge about Channel 7 and MASH. What have they done? They cut the crap out of every single episode and you end up only getting half the episode on air. Oh, not since Black Adagate has there been such a controversy. <laughs> what have they been losing? Could you give us an example? Uh, well, the last episode that I watched, Charles was obviously trying to get home, as he always did. Yeah. And they cut out half the conversation with Colonel Potter. Oh, oh you should be grateful. Oh, Max, I mean, for heaven's sake, if it was a new series, I'd understand, but who hasn't seen every episode of Match a hundred times anyway? Oh, they should cut more out of it and cut the entire thing. Well, thank you, Jess. It's a, it's a valid point. I certainly hope they weren't doing the same thing to Aftermath. Uh, it's a short run. Uh, would you like to see more TV shows uh, cut down in length for Ethel? Yeah, most of them. Really? I, think that, I think that also some of the shows need to be longer. For example, I'd love it if Deal or No Deal went for three hours. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just come on, that's comedy. No. We can but dream. Who else has got a win? Hi, Jamie. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, sorry. We're not following protocol. <laughs> Jamie, are you there? Yeah. What's on? concerning you, sir? Well, I, I'm in a band, right? And we just started our national tour of Australia, just yep. like on our own. Mm-hmm. And um, first show in Adelaide, we've all got down to Adelaide and we're waiting for our bags to come out and the guitars. The only thing not to show up is my bass guitar. Oh. Those baggage handlers, man. Oh, 
Beach. They're all hopped up on amphetamine. Oh, yes, it's probably in Bali by now. Full of crap. It went to Darwin for some reason. And what exactly uh, kind of music we took? Do you mind naming the band, Jamie? Uh, set the Pace. Oh, Actually, we've been on Triple M um, for um, a promotion of one of our gigs that's coming up next week, uh, this weekend. How would you, because de- Ethel Chop is into across all of the modern genres, how would you describe your sound? It's um, poppy, punk, kind of rock punk. Yeah, basically you just uh, assault people's ears with instruments. <laughs> What you doing there? Uh, check it out at um, the MySpace instead. <laughs> oh, oh, I couldn't be. I'd rather set fire to my own legs. <laughs> what a waste of everyone's time. Well, MySpace. Thank you, Jamie. Another oh, podcast about. Well, needs to be set alight. Hi, LJ. But hey, Ed, you'll appreciate this one, being a KFC boy and all. Yes. Look, they took the pineapple off the works burger and changed the sauce and didn't tell anyone about it. I ordered it three times. I thought they gave me the wrong burger drive-through before I actually asked the question. Yeah. Are you serious? They've changed the recipe for the works burger? Pineapple gone. Not cost-effective. And they saying the sauce is different too. The sauce is filthy tomato relish. Uh-huh. I thought it was limited time burger, but that's the way the works burger is now. Then, oh, and do you think this has happened as a direct result of him heavily being taken off the ad? I'm concerned as a link. Oh, really? you, you remember the tower burger in? I do very well, yeah, sir. Yeah, with, with the hash brown. The hash brown in it. Yeah, they took that away too because that wasn't cost effective. Yeah. Would you eat? You eat uh, fast food, Ethel? No, I don't. But um, I, I, I made my own uh, devils on horseback not long ago and was very disappointed to notice that when I was eating them that I'd uh, purchased smoked bacon instead of regular bacon from my butcher. I was outraged, as you can imagine, and I took the said bacon back to his uh, meat shop and threw it in his face. Yeah, because people have to be told, don't they? Well, maybe you should do the same thing with your burgers. Okay, you'll find the hole. Yeah, you're going to get a bit of fire in the hole, Angie. That's all right. That's all right. Let's move on. Who else is flinging their own muck about? Hello, Billy. How are you? Uh, g'day, boys. And uh, Ethel. Have a week, sir. Uh, well, just, just first up, I'd love to um, agree with LJ there. The Tower Burger, best burger KFC ever. No, it's... Okay, but I would like to officially whinge about that moron that tried to veto the what animal would you steal from the zoo segment. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Someone here at the station, were you a big fan of what animal oh, would you steal from the zoo? That was one of my favourite calling topics. <laughs> well, I think maybe if you haven't heard it before, people weren't, uh, you know, they weren't, you know, across the whole idea of making a giant elephant-sized coat. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. if you hadn't heard it, maybe you think, oh, it's going to be stuff people can really do. If you want something you can really do, I do have an actual real-to-life true story. Yes. Happened uh-huh. in the Sydney Zoo. What happened? Um, sit like this, I don't know, a teacher that works at a disabled school. Yep. Took some kids to the uh, zoo for the day, yes. as you do. Yep. One of the kids, late in the afternoon, goes missing. Can't find him anywhere. Right. So the zoo closes. They're starting to panic just a little bit because they can't find this poor little kid. Mm. This kid just randomly shows up just walking down the path absolutely drenched drenched to the bone but he has the biggest smile I've ever seen on his face where was he? 
happiest kid. He was, yeah, so what happens? They take him home on the, on the way home. Mm. Teacher calls up his mum. Sorry, should have to do this. Um, yeah, we lost your kid at the studio today, but it's all good. We found him and he's good, but he's completely drenched in water. Mum's like, that's fine, that's fine, happens all the time. And then gets home, mum's unpacking his bag, opens up his bag, finds a penguin in his bag. A penguin! A real, yeah. real life penguin. Lovely, they're delicious. <laughs> well, I don't know that we can condone this. It's terrible stuff. Before you know it, they'll be on work burgers. What do you, uh, what do you think, Ethel? Uh, look, I, I think that was a rather long story. Uh, but anyway, uh, what I think is that uh, kiddies always get themselves lost at the zoos and public places, don't they? I mean, hopeless. I mean, I remember I took my daughter. Joyce to the Darwin Bottle Bank in 1969. <laughs> and it took her a good 10 years to find a way home. She was a bit of a, a deal, that girl. We yeah. certainly can't condone no. penguin thief. No, no, no. Here, I'll get this at triple AM. Thanks to everyone who called I don't up. I know if anyone really had a big wing, though. I mean, apart from the burger. No, nobody matched your standard effort. Is there anything that's getting your goat, Mr. Martin? Politics. What do you think of politics? Do you like the politicians? No, no not really. No. They, everyone thinks they're boring. No. Well, we're going to prove you wrong, Ethel. We're going to have a damn good crack at it next. Don't get this. Good excuse here and give this on Triple M, please. Another round for Andrea Pat. <laughs> department on the switchboard. Yeah, when I was 18. Stop on the triple O emergency lines. You had to, you know, triple O emergency lines. Yeah, there was this woman that used to ring up like once a week or something, and she'd, this old woman, and she'd ring up and you'd be like, triple O. So, is that the police? Yes, it is the police. Can I help you with your emergency? And she'd say, yes, the police department. It's like the steering wheel. You know, a, a political party without a tax policy is, is like a soloist turning up to go on It Takes Two. 
a Tuesday night. It, it can't be done. It's lonely. Missing something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I am a... Uh, I am aware of other text problems. Oh, Tom, yeah. <laughs> He's laying them in the aisles. How do you follow that? <laughs> is it the, uh, was it the member for aid services just on drum? Yeah. <laughs> Australian <laughs> Parliament live from the Friars Club. <laughs> and, oh, down against up, though. Oh, does he? Oh, he puts it. Check this out. Uh, Mr Speaker, first, can I thank the Order. member for his question? And let me just say that I'll be uh, visiting the United States from tomorrow at the invitation of... Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice and visit. Um, the member for Gorton is warned. Mr. Speaker, uh, I will be visiting um, the United States at the invitation of the Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, and it will be an opportunity to <laughs> discuss issues such as terrorism. Okay, putting me to sleep now. <laughs> gone there. It's going to happen. You know, they're the big guns. There's so many guys up the back. Yeah, it is the best job in the world. Yeah. Just hang up the back in a suit. Doesn't fit you. A little bit of gut hanging out the bottom, and every now and then go. And you know, the guys from seats of parliament you've never heard of. I didn't know about this bloke. The honourable member for Kalea. Guys, just dressed as Anthony Collier, <laughs> little leather jacket on his knees with the shoes out the front, half rude style. What oh. about the man out the front? Oh yes, we haven't heard from John Howard, no, and of course, uh, people love hearing those words that he says uh, when he was on the hot seat. Oh yes, mm. at uh, PLPSFM, the kiddies put him on the hot seat, and he was he was referring to vegetables and occasionally shorts. And everyone's favourite. No, no. <laughs> People love hearing that. His favourite type of pasta. In the end, we get there. No, he gets it right the first time. Yeah. And then they mucks it up. Yeah. But he was getting it in last night. Check this out. The Honourable Member for Maranao. Maranao. <laughs> Thank you, Mr Speaker. Would the Deputy Prime Minister outline to the House how this government is helping local councils and communities. The Honourable Deputy Prime Minister. Uh, thank you, Mr Speaker, and I thank the, uh, the member for Maranao for his question. No, no. <laughs> and uh, recognise uh, his uh, close involvement uh, with local government and local authorities over many, many years, particularly in his electorate of Maranao in Queensland. No, no. <laughs> uh, Mr Speaker... Rain man. <laughs> just repeating phrases and comments. But, uh, you know, just finally, uh, it's not just the usual cast. They have guests. Yeah. Guests show up in Parliament. I informed the House we are present in the gallery this afternoon members of a parliamentary delegation from the Russian Federation. On behalf of the House, I extend a very warm welcome to our visitors. <laughs> <laughs> The Honourable Member for Sterling. Thank you, Mr Speaker. Oh, oh, nice. No, no, that's not acceptable. That's not fair. That's Come racist. On. That's so racist. Me no ranking! Was that urine I could hear in the background? <laughs> of course you could. It's get this. It certainly is. All part of the fun of Podcast 89. Sorry to subject you to urinating in the headphones there, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> so it's stereo. You had it quite a picture, didn't it? We'll be back to wind things up tastefully in a few moments on Get This After Bowling for Science. <laughs> <laughs>